You guys are listening to another episode of the Unapologetically Loud podcast, hosted by J Skills Nineteen and Lamocracy. Yes, it's I. And we live, my brother. Hello, we are live. It's alive. What's up, man? I've been okay. You know what? You know, I don't want to say okay. I've been really good. You know, uh, just. You know, my goals are starting to come together, like nice. my personal goals and then, you know, some, I have some home goals and whatnot. And it's just there's no better feeling than just kind of getting refocused, like, like getting re- refocused, getting, like, you know, getting that concentration back on certain things, reevaluating, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, re- or just like um, real quick, though, too. Uh, I think it's important um, that that you set goals, but as you know, time goes on with your goals, you adapt them properly, you know, mm-hmm. like. You know, we might say like we want X amount like this for our platform, but then as time goes on, you know, we might like grow and change. Like, you know what? I don't want this to be this. I maybe because we're our trajectory is this way. Let's go that way. Yeah. Instead. So I think it's important that we as as just people in general have goals, but make sure that we don't just keep them fixed. We allow them to grow just like we do as people. I like that. I like that. You mm-hmm. said just have your goals adjust. I don't yeah. think because I think people think with goals like you have to like. What me and my goals is I have like I got me another like vision board so another vision board I guess. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I mean I found it outside by the dumpster. It was in good condition so I just took it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey man, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Hey, that and I didn't feel like God gives you lemons. You make lemonade with yes. fucking sell that shit and make a profit and become a millionaire and retire. You mean I Chick Fil A? Yeah. Like on just Sundays. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. You ain't shit, folks. <laughs> shit. But it's closed on Sundays. You're my shit. Okay, we're getting distracted. We're getting distracted. But no, nah, man, like, I like that because I thought about all my goals for this year. I'm like, well, I did, I did my very first thing on my very first, my very first goal this year was buy me a car. I just got to get that piece of shit fixed. Hey, you know what, man? Again, um, I'm going to put you uh, onto my guy, Alex. He's, he's pretty good. You know, he's a... He's just someone who can get the job done. Mm. It might not be super perfect, but he will. But he will do his very best. Um, I saw. Yeah. I don't need perfect. I just need good enough. It can last me for X amount of months. That's all. Yeah, I he's, need. he's fixed my old car a couple times before. She went to die. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I will say this though. The, the last thing I think might have been his fault, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But out of the other five times he's fixed it, you know, this is the first time you know something didn't go too well and. You know, uh, I'm not going to just say, well, you fucked up this one time. I'm done with it. It's like, you know what? Yeah. We all fuck up sometimes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it led to me getting this car now. Mm. Hell yeah. But what is it? I've done, I got me a car and I just have to get the car fixed. Now I'm focusing on my social media goals, but... Oh. I, we're gonna we're gonna get to that eventually as soon as I can get my fucking life together yeah. and my life together. I still got a lot of shit I gotta get done. Anyway, do you do we ever get? I don't think it's physically unless you're really wealthy. I don't think it's possible for you to get your life together because you might think like like every single time like me and my wife are having a good financial period. Like okay, you know what? You know like we're getting money. I got my raises and whatnot. And uh-huh. I'm going, it's going good. All of a sudden, boom! My my wife's back hurts and she's out of work and and, and they decided not to pay her for the last week. I'm like, fuck! Damn, bro. And then mortgage coming up. I gotta pay my grandma back. I got 17 other bills. Oh, what? Oh, man, it's just like it's just like it's never gonna be enough, man. But again, that's why it's all about adapting to you know like, it's all about adapting to your situation and just try and keep it moving because. 
I mean, like I said two minutes ago, like if we if you keep yourself rigid and shit happens, mm-hmm. you're just kind of in a bad situation. Yeah, man. Like don't be stagnant, guys. Never. You, you got if you have to change your goals or like if you have thirty, if you have ten goals or like six, seven, eight goals. At least start with three at home. Start with three. Like, don't overload yourself because, like, I get, I get as a person, like, we try our best to do X amount of shit, like X, Y, and Z. But I'm like, you know what? Instead of trying to get all my goals done this year, how about I just focus on the three main ones? And if I get these three done, with however long it takes me to get these three done, I'm gonna move on to the next one, and then I can start take chipping away at it. I'm just like. I'm not Michelangelo, and I'm, I know that 16 Chapel wasn't painted in the entire day. Trust me, I know. What, that. Man, what if we thought that shit was like, like, dude was just that damn good? Bro, if he painted that shit <laughs> the entire <laughs> one fucking Bro, day within up. 24 hours, I get him some pussy. I would find bitches to give him some pussy. I'm like, hey, he dead as hell. That corpse is dust as hell, but you bitches gonna fuck that corpse. And you know, like, what, <laughs> and you know I would have also too, like, um, before we get around the topic, too, about like self confidence, because I was talking with my um artist, uh, uh, Abby, because we're working on this, this graphic novel, right? Nice. And she is doing this current thing that, well, we did the character mod. Well, I did my part where I write the script. Yes. Send her her. Then um, we go, because I send her the rough draft. That way we can, like, be flexible with certain things. Um, and then we did the character models. Uh-huh. And then we kind of, like, talked about, like, where we're going with, like, the costume designs and so on and so forth. And now she's doing this thing called studies. Okay. Now, I don't know if she, no, she doesn't know if it's called that, but basically what she does is that... Go out and watch people and look at no, no, That's what I'm just... That's what I thought it was, but like she calls it this, but basically it's kind of like you draw a character from other from like them looking at other angles so that... Oh, okay. So, so that like there's a... There's a... I don't know. She called it character consistency. Like, I was like, like, y'all can't see it? That's dope. Hey, I know you guys can't see it, but that's really fucking dope. Hey, he's your artist is fucking ham, bro. Yeah. Now some of Damn. them, and uh, this one's modeled after our boy Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, and she was saying like, you know, she's not. Uh, she felt that she is ready, but she feels like it's not good. Mm-hmm. And I and I think, especially when you're a creator. You know, sometimes when you're in the process of creating things, you might think at some point, God, this is trash. Because you see the oh, mis- yeah, trust you me, see like, the mistakes, yeah. you see the errors. Yep. And she's and you know, she says like, you know, like, I just I just sometimes think it's not good good, good at all. Mm-hmm. And I told her, well, do you follow artists on Twitter or Instagram? And she said, yeah. And she said, yeah. And I said, well, do they are they very critical of their work? And she said, yeah, because they're you're there. Creator. Hell, you're- every time I put out a project, I always think to myself, this, this is, is trash. This sucks. Like, why am I doing this? Just focus on podcasting and just doing my and just doing my day job. Fuck this writing. And then she said, no, no, that script was fire. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So that's why your art's fire. Like, I bet you this. I bet you Leonardo da Vinci uh-huh. probably looked at the Last Supper and probably thought to himself, this ain't nothing but a bunch of dudes eating dinner. Basically, that's all the Last like, Supper is. I bet you he thought that, like, like this, like, like, absolutely, as paintings, like, he's probably just looking at that, like, it's just a bunch of niggas eating. And whoever this, this other whoever this other nigga way in the back with the knife in his hand is really pissed. And and then when he drew I think it's him who drew the Mona Lisa. I know he was like, This bitch is ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I bet I bet he was probably thinking like, gosh, I really can't smile. This is gonna be the worst pain in history. He's like, and now look at this. It's the most famous and most well regarded yeah. fucking it's piece put, of art history. Yes. History. Keep ever. in mind though, I just don't get though okay, okay, no disrespect to Leonardo da Vinci because you know he like I, I respect a creator, but like, can you just imagine the fact that like you you're, you're spending probably like a day painting this chick? Yeah. And then you tell her smile, and then that's that's all you got to work with. 
Imagine, right. imagine your thought process during the whole thing. Bro, you know my thought process. I'll you be like, bitch, like, what the fuck is and, wrong with you? Smile, he, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. You know what? You already know. I'm going to put take out my computer. I'm going to take out my phone. I'm playing stupid shit. I'm like, you're going to smile, bitch. Like, I got hood shit. I'm going to find some shit. I'm going to find some shit. You going to smile. Click. Like, all right, now watch. But I, I say all that to say that that as creators and as people of life like you, we might think that in the process of creating things or doing things that were terrible at it, but you gotta wait for the end result. You gotta wait till you get to the very end and see what it's like, you yes. know? And even so, even when you create things and like it's for like public domain or public for people to like critique, Yeah. just let it be that, just say, you know what, I've done all I can do. I, I'm happy with what I did. If people like it, that's cool. If they don't, that's okay. But at, but once you put out, you put out your art in the world, that's no longer yours now. Yeah, it's, that now belongs to the people, and it's up to them to critique it. Yeah. So I think that we got to stop being so hard on ourselves. I mean, we, we try, but we're humans. What can we do? It's hard to not be hard on yourself because we want so badly for for what we create to be great. Yeah, we want it to like we want it to be different because we're like, okay, we know X, Y, and Z. The realm that we're gonna step into is like it's so saturated with what I do, the realm, especially with the entertainment world and the podcasting world that we're stepping into, it's so saturated. Like everybody yeah. does the same thing. Like we're all we're all podcasters, we're all creators, but it's just like what about our platform and mm-hmm. us specifically will be different than X, Y, and Z or and, like Charlemagne the God or like anybody else like that. Like we just gotta figure that out. And I think it's gonna ultimately come down to just like just whether any of this blows up or it doesn't is I think the most important part is that we enjoy what we're doing. I think that's what I think. Honestly, that's what it comes down to with this. I enjoy this. I really do enjoy podcasting. I enjoy looking up topics. I enjoy sit, sitting up here, delegating with my best friend, and just talking the shit, shooting the shit, man. I, I love it. Like, if I could get paid for this all the time, then I would do this all the time. That's why oh, we're man. doing it all the time, so we can get paid for it all the time. Dude, I do this more times a week if I know that we can get paid for it. Ah, oh, dude, you, bro, I would quit my job now, and you'd be like, "Pay me, bitch." Yeah. Anyway, so, uh. I mean, let's just let's just rip that bandaid off, huh? Uh-huh. Let's hit the condom off. Let's get in. Uh, <laughs> you're funny <laughs> as hell. So, guys, um, I don't know if you guys were tuned into the last podcast. Some of you have, some of you haven't, but it's okay. Um, we were recording last a couple weeks ago, and I don't know where you guys were, but I just want to ask you this very specific question on this very specific date. Where were you, January twenty sixth, twenty twenty? Man, I know that we just got done doing a good ass podcast. We had, you know, we had Anthony on there. It was good conversations. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. What happened? I don't know. Something just popped up. It's <laughs> your iCloud, your piece of shit iCloud, just trying to click it. <laughs> bitch. Fuck. Well, bitch. Just, Fuck. Just, I, anyway, I'm just keep going. We're still monologuing. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I remember like, we had a good ass podcast. We amazing were, podcast. We were. I was like, okay, you know what? Like, we we hit, we hit the end record button. We were wrapping up everything, mm-hmm. and then everyone was high fiving, and yes. then Hesh, Hesh, and I said this in the last uh, last podcast episode. He took the biggest shit on this episode. Yes. That episode. The biggest shit, and like if. If shit, if shit was fucking, I don't know. I just had a great analogy in my head before I even started this podcast, and I was gone. So I'm telling you, this come back to me later. He took a giant shit on the podcast because that was the day that Kobe Bryant died. Mm-hmm. 
we that, we lost a guy and we were all distraught. We were just like, no, what? This bro, the I was losing it, bro. Like yeah. I was in between, like, bro, did you see me, bro? I took off my hat. I never take off my hat or my hoodie because I keep my hat and hoodie on all time, all the time for my reasons. Y'all don't need to know that. But I'm just like, there's no fucking way Kobe Bryant just fucking died. Am I? You're lying to me. Yeah. And I pulled out my phone. TMZ confirmed. Well, when, Bryant, well, guys. I didn't believe the TMZ. I'm like, whatever. But when my other notifications had to go off with my other independent news outlets, I'm like, oh, he's dead. No, yo, he's dead, dead. Like, and then it, Hes this is kept, really real. Has kept refreshing. Like he's like, refresh, you come back. I'm like, no, you can't. You can't refresh and bring him back. He's like, hear me, I can't. I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. I was just like, no fucking way, bro. Because mm-hmm. literally before that, we lost Kobe Bryant. We lost not only Kobe Bryant, the greatest, the greatest basketball player of all time, right up there with Michael Jordan. Not the second best, not kind of the best, no, the best ever to play the game, right there with MJ. And, you know, he lost his life in a helicopter crash, unfortunately. But it, was just, it wasn't just him, it was his eldest daughter, Gigi, RIP her soul, and nine others on the crash, including the pilot, and a teammate of hers, and also with her, her father and her mother, and then two other women, well, I do not know the name of them right now, but I'm terribly sorry, but RIP to the families. And it's just really crazy because no one expected that. It was just literally out of left field. We just got done wrapping up the podcast and then it just happened. Like I literally was on my Instagram about to talk and like tell everybody our podcast. And then as soon as he said that, I'm like, no way, we got to record like now. Like it was fresh. Like we were so distraught. And it's crazy. But let me run down. For those who don't know Kobe Bryant, the people that have never seen him play, I, I, just like LeBron, he got drafted into the NBA at the age of 18. Just finished, literally just finished high school. Like, just finished high school. For those who don't know Kobe Bryant, let me run down his resume. Five-time NBA champion. Two-time NBA Finals MVP. NBA's most valuable player. 18-time All-Star. Four-time all-star MVP, 11-time first team, second, two-time second team, and two-time third team. And the man just had a great legacy. Look, Kobe Bryant was is literally the MLK of basketball for those who never had a role model. Anybody that played basketball, anyone that grew up hooping between the year of, all right, between the 2000s from like the 90s to the like 2000s, Kobe Bryant was that man was there's no if ands or buts <clears throat> and you know r.i.p to the black mama but with him we had the black mama mentality where we as people like know that we can do anything we set our minds to kobe bryant had that killer instinct in him kobe bryant wasn't just a basketball player he wasn't just you know a rich guy that played basketball and just had a slew of women no he was a father he was an entrepreneur he was a businessman he was a brother He's an uncle, he's a grandfather, so probably, you know, to other players in the league. Like, that's how people looked at Kobe Bryant. People that are famous, like, even though his death has been, like, only been, like, two weeks, it still rocks with us because it feels like we've lost somebody really, really close to us. Me, personally, I've never in a million years, ever, ever, ever in a million years feel like I would never, ever meet Kobe Bryant because I was always a kid. I'm like, what can I possibly do to ever meet? Kobe Bryant has always been on top of my list of famous people I always want to meet next to Michael Jackson. And the simple fact that I'll never get to meet this man, I'll never get to shake his hand, talk about Mamba mentality, and just have like some awesome and crazy stories. And now this man's, I'm back, guys. And now we lost, now we lost him. And 
you know, this man has had uh, a very complicated legacy, but very. Uh, but overall, a great legacy. Great and, legacy, man. And something I really wanted to really get into now that like time is a little bit of time has gone by, and we've been able to sit back, kind of do our mourning. You know, like I mean, I wasn't a really big Kobe fan, but I was a fan of the man's work ethic and his True. methods and just like, like Mamba really mentality, exactly. Bro, that Mamba mentality. And, I respect that and you know that's another black man too like every time a black person you know is un- unjustly dies uh-huh. that it just hurts you feel it you feel like your best friend just died you know yeah man I feel like, like I just lost you bro I wouldn't I wouldn't even know what to do if I if I lose somebody else close to me bro I, I wouldn't know how to react I wouldn't lose my shit dude I, I don't think I can go through it again and um it, it sucked and you know as we're all sitting back just kind of taking this in the media, the media. Oh, so no social media, bro. Not just social. Media. Oh man, no, I mean, that day I was, bro. I was on. I was on it, bro. I, you couldn't tell me shit. I was on it, bro. No, not, I'm not talking about like like the day. I'm talking about like the follow the following week, week or so to come when the media started to like because uh, on the day of and the day after and, and like a few days, you know, you know. We were all collectively sad. But the then, whole, yeah, the whole world was collectively but sad. Then, the league, everybody <clears throat> was sad. Like, you, you couldn't tell nobody, mm-hmm. nobody, like, bro, don't but, be sad. I'm like, but then a week, you, bro. a week or two later, though, something changed, though. And all of a sudden, you know, um, certain reporters and journalists, I'm not, you know, one of them we'll get into, but have been bringing up his previous um, um, court cases and allegations and things like that. And. And uh, I want to start with Gail King. <sighs> now she was interviewing a woman from the WNBA. Shout out to the WNBA. Shout out to the WNBA. I don't watch it though, but you know what though? Ladies, I've been a couple of their games. They're pretty lit. They're like it's a little slower pace, but it's pretty fucking lit. All I gotta say is with well, the WNBA, y'all's gotta start dunking on motherfuckers. You know what's funny? They have they don't dunk. I would love for a woman to be like, oh yeah, big son, yeah, eat this shit. Yeah, like yeah. that would be fucking awesome. Like, y'all got something? Like, okay. A little less elegance and just just like get just like add more trash talking. Uh-huh. Him and one of like the there you go you like know? just grab like, grab the cooch like oh bitch like oh uh-huh. yeah. But um you know uh, Gail King was interviewing a uh, WNBA uh, player who was a relatively close friend of Kobe Bryant uh-huh. and uh, she brought up like uh, his previous court cases and said like you know uh, um, do you think that. Some, something about his leg. Oh my god! Do you do you think that the stuff that has, that's happened to him will tarnish his legacy? And I'm like, well, no, because well, 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 she said no. The media should. She said no. The media should. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but she said no. The media should leave it alone. You know, he's a great man. Not the the way she's known him uh-huh. her whole life or her whole career. Uh-huh. He's been a really great guy. Yeah. So and you know so that and then the woman brought it up again. Um, um, um Gail King brought it up a second time, What's saying like interview? saying, oh well, do you think the media should keep talking? I'm like you're still talking about it. You're the man died. The, he can't. He can't. The, what was? What did you say before we started this podcast? Don't curse the dead because they cannot answer back. That is true. Yes. I mean, it's funny how like um, and I'm gonna get more into like the other parts later. It's just the fact that this man died. It's. His wife lost a husband. His daughters lost a father. And a sister. And a sister. I'm sorry. And a bunch of other families lost. This, I mean, I mean, uh, lost relatives too. Like it's a huge ripple effect when someone dies because we think about the person who dies, but 
Think about everyone that, who's personally connected to them. Yep. Kobe, uh, uh, his Shaq, daughter. LeBron, his daughters. Like, the, his whole entire... And then, Mamba and, League, and like, then, the league then, itself. Like, come on now. They're, they're, they're really considering changing the freaking NBA logo I from Jerry so. West to Kobe Bryant. Why not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> it's Kobe Bryant. Why not? Yeah. Like, it's crazy, but it's just like... What I had to actually had to say, I, I I saw I saw fits of, I saw parts of the interview and then I saw Snoop Dogg's reaction because Snoop Dogg has a point. He's like, why do we as people, as black people, always want to tear down somebody? Yes, and, especially at the and, worst possible. And he was time. coming at um, Snoop was coming at Gail King. Oh, he was coming at Oprah too, bro. He was yeah. not letting up, bro. Because and um, I mean I don't know if, the, if there's an Oprah hive out there or not though, but yeah. I mean. But uh, she came to the defense of Gail King, right? Mm-hmm. And saying like, "Oh, you know, she's not doing well. She's been having death threats." I'm like, "Look, I might not. I don't approve death threats to anyone, even if I really don't like them. Mm-hmm. Almost like you're a child molester or a rapist or, or something like that." Yeah. But still, it's just wrong is wrong, bro. And but but you know the fact that she was trying to say, "Oh, well, you know, this is not right." Like this woman. Came at, came at a man who's no longer alive to defend himself. Now, if you want to talk about that, now, now Kobe was alive and she wanted to do this interview and talk about that. Sure, but just keep in mind still that that this man right now is dead. Yes, he's gone. You can't bring him back. He cannot answer again. I mean, he already answered for for, for that. He was acquitted. Time has gone by. Mm-hmm. He has. He's a great. He's done great things. Yes, you know. And he stayed out of the media. Ever since that stuff happened, he mm-hmm. stayed out of the media. All you ever heard about after the whole allegations was Kobe Bryant but championships, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant this, Kobe Bryant that. You haven't heard anything else about it because he's still he, – after that happened, he's like, you know what? I need to understand how much how much magnitude and how much me as a person means to the league and just me, how much do I mean in general because for little black boys like me – I never, I've never liked like playing basketball as a kid. Like I was always trash. I never liked it. Never picked up a basketball. Never wanted to pick up a basketball. Like I like watching. Like I like watching it rather than playing it. But then after watching Michael Jordan, because I am named after Michael Jordan, and my little brother is named after Kobe Bryant, which is kind of a kicker in the ass. But we're both trash at basketball. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. It but I'm just like looking at. It, I'm like, this actually means something because like it's. It's more than just basketball. It's just like the mentality and what you carry with you. And it's just like I, I feel some type of way that me and that me and him are both named after the greats of all time. And I'm like, you know what? It means something to me because a lot of people associate my name with this great man of all time. Mm-hmm. And his my my little brother's name <coughs> of all time. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Instead of trying to live up to their legacy, let's do our own thing. But like mm-hmm. That's not here nor there. Give me back to my what I was talking about. I actually, because of Kobe Bryant, that's why I actually wanted to play basketball. Because of Kobe Bryant, because of Michael Jordan, because of different select celebrities that either are here or not with us anymore, you inspired me to do what I want to do. But at the same time, as you got older, as you got, as you you know, started to get older and start having your families and everything, I started to understand and started to get it. Like it's not about playing basketball. It's not about being the best at basketball. It's about what you bring to the table and what you do and what you enjoy doing too. And, exactly. And when Kobe. You know, decided like you know, my heart's not in basketball anymore. I'm gonna move on to something else. That's a huge thing because you know it's so hard that when you like have like, especially when your income depends on you being in a certain thing, like it's scary or like your life is like. Let's say, 
like you know for people who's hyperbolic on youtube like uh lily singh who went, who went from youtube to having a late night show that's currently doing pulling the ratings you know mm-hmm. you know it's it's a dangerous it's a scary thing to, to transition sometimes we don't always succeed and it's yeah. okay though but you know, sometimes when your time is up with something your time is up like, it was and, like it was a great and, run it and, was fine but and, it's just like i mean he won the win oscar for christ's sake he won an oscar for a documentary you have any idea how many basketball documentaries don't win oscars bro for real we don't win oscars black folks and oscars don't mix we don't win like come on no. now and, they, and even when we do like it's, it's always bullshit yeah okay we won 12 years of slave which was a slave movie okay um Halle Berry uh, won for getting fucked by a white dude okay um Moonlight won because a, um a gay a black gay dude was getting fucked up mm-hmm. I'm like really like we always get like, win like we always get stubbed for the worst possible movies. Denzel won for being a corrupt black cop yeah training day yeah yeah one of the gla- one of the classics of all time, like remember we, Black we, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but not Malcolm X. No, nope. not Man on Fire. No, nope. I remember the Titans. Nope. Um, a uh, John Q. Ah, I know I'm missing so many. Like he's a great. I mean, I mean, I mean, like you're right. The black I'm black people in the Oscars don't don't mix. I mean, I mean it's very rare. I mean, I mean what's his name? Uh, uh, uh John um, Jordan Peele won I think best screenplay I think for. Get Out, which was very great. I it mean, was great. Yeah. He won screenplay. He didn't win great director. thriller or great director. No, he won screenplay. Yeah. It's because he wrote it. Yeah. And he wrote, he wrote he it wrote, very he wrote well. He wrote a good-ass shit. And that, that shit inspires me. Like, you know what? I mean, granted, I don't want to win an Oscar, though, but just let me know, like, you know, I don't have to create a certain type of content to get recognized. I could just say, you know what? I'm going to write when I want to write. And then, fuck with it. They do. If they don't, they don't. But getting up track, though, uh, uh, I wanted to talk because of uh, because Gail King said something, and then a separate journalist, separate journalist posted about uh, was is hiding behind an article she tweeted about Kobe's like court stuff still. And and you know what's funny though, when we think about legacy, you know, like like we fail to remember that legacy is made up of all the good and bad. You know, yeah. like just like a person, one person is is not all good. Yeah, and a person is not always all bad. True, one person is a mix of both constantly clashing simultaneously and that's what legacy is like kobe you know been with some, the same woman for ever his life ever that's and, amazing yes black men don't cheat yeah. um and he you know he had a patch in his life when you know he when he got mixed or whatever and some shit mm-hmm. and he got passed on he's moved on mm-hmm. you know and a lot of the public has moved on and i think it's just funny that now that he's dead now we're gonna now they're gonna ask me brought up again and it's gonna be and it's gonna be trying like oh is this his legacy i'm like i mean well if we're gonna talk about legacy let's talk about michael jordan's legacy then obviously why would no, you why would you retire to- at the prime of your at the Prime, like after three championships, he's he's brought the Bulls franchise six championships. You're holding up eight fingers, though. The, the, who cares? I'm 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 just I'm I'm dyslexic with numbers today, okay? Sure um, but anyway, that's not here nor there. But it's just that Michael Jordan retired at the worst possible time to play baseball. No, good and damn well, this man has never played baseball or has never been good at baseball, and decides to come back to the league. No, bro, like you should just stayed in the league. Michael Jordan also had problems too when he was up in the league. We're, at, we're he's the greatest of all time. There will never be another Michael, but yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Kobe Bryant since he's passed. Okay, then let's talk about how I, I Iverson never got to win a ring. 
Let's talk about the, all the other times any NBA team's ever been wronged by a coach or never wanted to fucking go to practice. Like, let's talk about that. Let's have these let's, co- talk- let's have these conversations, then, if we're going to have these conversations. Also, then, too, like, like, if we're going to talk about the, the, let's talk about all the, the non-black um, entertainers and athletes and everyone who's, who has tarnished their legacy. Yeah. Know, who has shit in their legacy, yet that doesn't get brought up. Tom Harvey Brady Weinstein was, is caught, still... was caught cheating. Yeah. Also, too, also Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein is still around, Weinstein, dude. No, speaking of Weinstein, right? Oprah didn't say not a damn thing about Weinstein. Bro! But we'll come to the defense. No, no. But we'll make this documentary or find a documentary about Michael Jackson. And the book, and and you know about like oh, leaving Neverland and shit like that. She funded that documentary. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. she funded that Oprah. documentary. Oprah. But but you know this photo of her being cozied up with, with Harvey Weinstein didn't say shit. Even though this guy literally me too a thousand like thousands of women ran across the country and then came back like nothing happened. I'm like so we're not gonna talk about this. So it's 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 okay. Like it's perfectly fine. No, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. that's cool. And you know, that's that's what even goes into um uh, the image of black people in the media. Like when we die, what do they show when we die? What do they, they show? Oh, they show our mugshot. And if we don't have a mugshot, they find the most ridiculous picture up on Facebook or like the most non-flattering picture on Facebook and show that. Mm-hmm. But let it be a white like I don't know. We're not trying to stick it to race, but we want you guys to understand like we see it all the time, every single day. Like being black is not by choice. Being black is also a, a, an amazing time, but also a privilege. But it's also a very tight struggle. And it's just like when you look at everything, it's like what the fuck when you look at it. Because as a, as a kid growing up, I didn't really pay much attention to it because I my was trying to make sure I was woke. But I'm like, I'm a kid. I don't really have to worry about it. But once I hit high school and started figuring out how the world really works, then that's when I'm like, oh, shit. This shit they were trying to tell me about X, Y, and Z is really fucking true. Yeah. Like, bro. I mean, a, like, what is it? What, what, were we, what were we saying? We say if a white guy, like, let's just say a white guy dies, right? And he, and then, but like, he has done something shit in his past. They will bring up his high school photo. His pictures of him being what he was like as a kid. And, what he was like as a kid. But then also, oh, you know, he was a troubled kid. He went through a lot. His dad wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But then when it's someone who looks like me and you, it's like, oh, he was he had real trouble with the law. Uh-huh. Look at these photos of him. You know, he used to. Bro, you know what's funny? There's a fucking there's a video on Facebook about a white guy that's literally in court that's facing marijuana charges. Pulls up a blunt. And lights it in court. Let that be you or me, bro. We would have been shot, tased, and put under the fucking jail, bro. And you know what he got? That nigga got probation. Are you in in court? What we nigga? Like what? That's just how. I know it's not legal in all 50 states, but in that state, it's not illegal. And you just pull up a stogie and just lick this bitch. I mean. It's crazy. That, that's just it's crazy. That, that is like, out, that's just outright proof that there is inequality when it comes to portrayal in, in, in media and, and, and justice. But I'll talk about justice in another podcast. Yeah, but shout but, out to that all black uh, news news uh, network that's coming out this month. Actually, it's coming out like the day after Valentine's Day. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, know the name, but shout out. Happy to Black them. History Month, by the way. Happy man. Black History Month, my man. Yes. Happy. happy Happy Black History, but the shortest month of the fucking year, too. That's a leap year, so we get an extra day now. 
Uh, what we do get extra day? Yeah. Oh, nice. Fuck it. Every day is Black History Month. Uh, bro, I've been black so long. Like, every day is Black History Month. Every day. Every day of every waking moment is Black History. I'm like, you woke up today. Black History. You went to store today. You went to work today. Black History. Like, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But, like, some of Eddie Griffin's, Eddie Griffin comedian said, uh, a black man dies twice. Once physically and then, and then, and then second is his, is his image. Yeah. And that's true, though. Like, and that's what like, they're doing with Kobe. Is the man died with his daughter, his daughter's friends and family, mm-hmm. and people were affected. Oh, his wife lost him. His children lost him. And now, imagine that. Imagine. Imagine, okay, look, I don't mean to make this about us, but imagine, like, you know, like, you and I, you know, create everything we want to create. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for, like, a decade, right? And yeah. I just died in a freak accident, right? And you see the media say, oh, you know, when he was in his early 20s, he got arrested for uh, failure to pay traffic tickets. Bro, I'm going to go completely the fuck off. I, I, that will be the one time I put the brand in jeopardy because you're not about to tarnish my great, my great friend's reputation. Who gives a fuck about fucking parking tickets, bro? Who cares? You can wipe my ass with a parking ticket. Kiss my dick, bro. Like, I'm not, no, bro. You're not going to sell, you're not going to tarnish my friend's reputation because he's not here to defend himself. And I'd be damned. And I'd be damned. And I say that seriously. I'd be damned if I let a motherfucker talk about you while I am in the room, not in the room. Either you are here or not here. You got me fucked up, bro. I'm, and, not, I'm not doing it. And, you know, and you know, J- you know I mean, you're like my brother. And so like, it'd be the same way too. If someone's like, oh, you know, Jay got caught with or, or did this. I'm like, first off, my boy isn't here to defend himself, but I am. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to talk about someone like that. If you're not, gonna, if, if you would, if you wouldn't bring it up when he was alive, mm-hmm. don't bring it up when he's dead. True. If you're not going to say it to my face, do not say it behind my back. Mm-hmm. I don't, or in my coffin or at my funeral. Don't say it. If I'm not here. In the words Period. of Drake, y'all don't bring none of that fake shit to my funeral. Y'all, <laughs> you know what song I'm talking about. Yeah, you be 89 with me, nah, nigga, keep it 100, bitch. Yeah. For real, like, just, just, it, it's just such, it's such a pity. It is. And it's, like, I, I, such, and I can't imagine his family having to hear this. Like, they, they move past it. Like, you can't move past that, bro. Like, I don't, there's nothing you really can. It's no, just like, I, it, it's just like me and you, and we, being black and just growing up, we've lost a lot of friends. We've lost a lot of God, loved ones. Yeah, we have. Like, they're now. like, just thinking about them makes me sad. It makes me sad too, but it's just like, people pass. People pass away. People die in the most weirdest, craziest ways. But at the same time, when people die, we all do the same thing. We mourn. Like, we, we feel it. We, we, we feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. But when Kobe Bryant died, bro, like, trust me, on social media, bro, I was not having it. I was not having it, bro. I'm still pissed about it because I wrote, trust me, I'm pretty sure, I don't know why I haven't been banned from Facebook yet, but I wrote a lot of shit. I I was writing a lot of shit that day. I'm like, you know what, let me just get off social media because this shit's been pissing me off. Because somebody had to fix their lips and say, you guys are mourning over someone you've never met before. Bitch, I met him through TV and through his likeness, goddammit. I don't give a fuck. I met Michael Jordan as a kid. Didn't, it wasn't a very nice experience, but. And also, you don't have to always meet someone to feel sad when they're gone. True. Like, Every single time I've seen a black person, I'm especially now that we have like a, a social media and phones and everything, is every time I see like a black man or woman killed by the police, and, it's, and especially when it's unjust, I mean, look, I, I hate to see a black body die, but like, you know, if you pull out a gun on police, I can understand, you know, and to a degree, to a degree, yeah. But when I see like an unarmed black person who's killed, that shit just like, it hits me. I, like, I just be sitting there thinking like, you know, 
you know, that could be any of us, you know. Any of us, you know, wrong place, wrong so, time. Like the Central Park Five, the, the uh, Khalif of uh, Broder, uh, uh, Tam- uh, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin. You know, these are people who just are minding their own fucking business, who just like either lose their lives or, or get put in prison. Sandra Bland, hmm. who's surprised, who miraculously killed herself. Miraculously in jail. Yeah, she had a YouTube channel where she's talking about like like loving people and just being happy and she has, she had a new job coming up since so she kills herself. Come on, not as me. No. No. So, you know, I mean I just think that's it just sucks though. Overall, I mean I mean it just sucks. You know. I mean that's all I have to say about this topic. That's all I have to say about it too, man. Like let's we have something lighter heart. Yes, we do. Yeah, let's get to something lighter hearted, guys. J-Lo and Shakira at the Super Bowl. So, Super Bowl. A lot of people were... Okay, so if you're not in debt right now because you probably bet your kids to walk college front in your wedding ring and your wife on the Super Bowl, you probably had a good Super Bowl. And if not, then you probably had a terrible Super Bowl. Me, the Super Bowl is just another sucking day in the world watching football, for me, honestly. Shakira! Shakira, Shakira! Oh, baby, what I lost my mind! You know, after all these years, she still has no hips! I'm just fucking with you, Shakira! That girl got hips, You see how she be moving? You can't you can't move like that if you don't have hips. You know what's also funny? I just found out Shakira is actually not Puerto Rican. She's not a Latina descent. Isn't she Lebanese? Something like that. Yeah, she's Lebanese. She's something she like is, that, bro. Yeah, because like that little thing she, she did, like when she was at the camera, she was like doing the. That's a Lebanese <laughs> thing. Like <laughs> that's like a that's like that's like the that's like the I think it is some form of Latin. It's the Latin version of when in Wakanda they say Ibombe, Ibombe. That's the that's the Latin, that's the Lebanese version of it. Okay, because I'm like. Well, I was at I was at my producer's house. He's telling me she's like he's he's not Puerto Rican. I'm like what nigga? Huh? Well, the, like you can't be dropping bombs. I mean I'm trying to watch the Super Bowl, bro. Like come on now. I mean I mean she's still of Latin descent. Yeah. I mean she speaks some form of Spanish. Oh trust me, her music in Spanish yo. So you, uh, either you're really got faking it. Uh huh. Or you, you're some form of Spanish. And yeah. And you had you know J Lo. You know they did. Did the thing Very they killed it. Mm-hmm. A Rod was there, all in the crowd, jumping around with the people. No that one reminds, knew who the fuck he was. I was that like, oh, reminds, man. That was the time when uh, Cardi B was at the Grammy. She was doing that 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 dance for the song Money, and like uh, Quavo, I think was there, right? Mm-hmm. And he was there, like, like watch his girl, like like twerking, and like, like, I don't give a shit. That's my that's my girl. Um, you mean Offset? That's Offset's uh, girl. Offset, <laughs> Quavo, I don't know there. Quavo, okay. First of all, Quavo is the favorite because everyone loves Quavo. Offset is Cardi's husband, and Takeoff is the nigga literally take off. Like he, he's one, he's the one Migo that literally takes off. Like that's his name. He's, I legit, I, I legit, love him, bro. He's just never around. Legit, this nigga is never around for nothing. Interview is the nigga gone. <laughs> He'll be there one minute, next thing you go, where's the bathroom? Gone. Take off. He took off. I legit thought his name was Takeout for the longest, and no one corrected me. Nope. When they first came out, I thought it was too. When they first like came when out. he said it, like I like his t- when he says take off, it sounds like takeout. Like yeah, I'm yeah. like oh, so like like Chinese like. Yeah, man. I thought it so, too, but I was just like, anyway. But no, nah, man, I, I think the Super Bowl is pretty decent. I liked it. That, I didn't that. watch shit because I just don't give a shit. I don't watch football. I watch boxing. That's my shit. But um, I am going to catch I wasn't going to, like, you know, I'm not going to miss J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira. 
And, you know, there was, like, some weird backlash saying, like, it was too sexy, it was too much skin. Then and they said J-Lo's thing had, like, the, the fucking Baphomet, that fucking goat shit, the devil-worshipping goat shit. Which, like, no, which, no, I didn't. I know, I'm like, no, bro, it's, it's patterns. A, I'm like, it's just patterns. I'm like, y'all just keep like, trying to find shit just At some point, to like, 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 even if you do, like, something like swirls that, that come to a point, at some point, at some point, no pun intended, the swirl points will come to a point where, yes, it might look like a horn mm-hmm. or some shit, but that's inevitable. I mean, you can't help certain things. I, I like, see people wear wear those stupid ass horns or wear that stupid ass devil pentagram all the fucking time. I'm like, so y'all not talking about them? Why aren't y'all talking about these people? They're regular normal people, but no, you just want to talk about the famous motherfuckers that are wearing the shit. Goddamn it! Illuminati confirmed. Kiss my ass. <laughs> like, bro, you know, kiss my ass. You know, I had a conversation with someone because uh, uh, outside of the podcast, because a while ago we did this podcast called Kind of Distasteful. We were talking mm-hmm. about the Lizzo game thing and. And so I said, so what now, huh? You're going to talk about J-Lo? And I said, no, no, because there's a fucking difference about the Jennifer Lopez, Shakira Super Bowl, and Lizzo at the game. Mm. Okay? Okay, first of all, Lizzo... Okay, wait, were we having that conversation the other fucking day? Okay, yeah, we were, as it pertains to this. Okay, Lizzo and the Super Bowl are two totally different things. In different Two totally different things. Lizzo, first of all, wouldn't wear that outfit to her show. She she's wore the outfit just because she's at a game. Yes. She would not wear that wear that on but stage performing in front of you. Would, Possibly, but, maybe. But when it's her performance, you expect her to dress however she wants mm-hmm. in the performance. Mm-hmm. Now she can dress however she wants outside outside of that, but during a performance, I if you want to wear if if you're a thick girl, a big girl, a skinny girl, a skinny bitch, a thick chick, whatever, right? Yeah. And you're performing. I don't care what you wear because that is your performance, yours. Mm-hmm. So if Lizzo, I paid money to come see you. Yeah. So if so if during your performance you want to wear this outfit, you know what? That's what I I paid for. Mm-hmm. You paid for this type of performance, this type of persona, this type of character, right? Yes. So that's what you expect. And again, this is J- Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. It's if there would have been no, if there'd have been no hip shaking or ass shaking, I'm like, this is what kind of performance is this? Uh, bro, I wouldn't that's even watch it. That's that's what I came to watch. That's what I came. That's what like, they built the whole career. For. Now that versus um, on the jumbotron at a Laker game with the ass cut out is a whole is a different circumstance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if that had been Shakira or J Lo would have done that, I would keep the same energy because I'm like, no, because this is you don't. This is not a called for event for that type of behavior or or outfit. Yeah. Because that this is a Laker game. You are not performing the Laker game. No. You are not singing the the national uh, anthem like like uh like Fergie did. You know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that shit, bro. The set, the simple fact that Chance was rolling in that whole, the yeah. whole league was rolling like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, bro. I think we start having trials for motherfuckers to sing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. We start having trials. Like, for hey, that hey, shit. hey! Before like, you come up here and sing, uh, do you want to just like just rehearse for us real quick? Yeah. Like, oh, you're doing that. Uh, uh, is there a bottle available? Demi, uh, like, Ayo, uh, like, call up Demi or something, or call up Kaylani or her fine ass. Anyone. Oh, God. But, Bruh, uh, I say that to say that uh, different circumstances for different situations. Yeah. So, they're not comparable. No, not at all. I, I, I already gave my opinion about that. What is your opinion about Oh, she was doing some pole dancing. But to be fair, though, she did do pole dancing. Hey, in, uh, that was that Hustlers movie. So that fucking correlates. 
I know J Lo ain't probably. I pre- I know J Lo's married, but it's um, I'm a. I, I don't know. I was gonna say something very disrespectful. I don't even remember my fucking train of thought. I don't remember what the fuck I was gonna say. What up, y'all? Um, yeah, but it was. I liked it. I liked it. I was entertaining. I liked that one commercial with the one kid that was like, oh. "Take it home, take it home." Sorry. You remember that? You remember that commercial? Ah, oh, bro. Okay, so let me run you down the Super Bowl commercials. I only watched the Super Bowl as a kid just for the commercial because the commercials are hilarious. Like that's the only time black folks really like give a fuck about the Super Bowl. Like, let's just watch the commercials. The commercials this year were all sad, like sad oh, no, as you, fuck, no, bro. No, like, oh one, man, no, the one was that Google one. Oh, dude, bro, that fucked me completely up. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, yo, why is this shit so fucking sad? Oh man, like, why is this shit just so damn sad, bro? Like, and then the one with the black kid, I was taking it to the house. Like, that was pretty awesome. That was that was lit. I like that one. That was my favorite commercial. Um, side note, she's Colombian. She's Colombian. Yeah. Okay, so she is the Latin. Latin yes. She like you gotta watch out for Colombian. So I mean, no Colombian women because they're super fertile. If you sneeze in the direction, you're they're pregnant. Chu 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 ha fu ha ha! God damn it! She sneezed, <laughs> booger. <laughs> now and now it's not now you're the father of the five women who are in the room. Like oh shit. Ah oh, fuck. What are they fine though? Most Colombian women are. I don't remember, like, any woman of any race is, you know, you have, you have your fine ones. Yeah. And then you got some booga wolves, and you got the... Werewolves. Yeah. And the unas. Dude, what the fuck is an una? Okay, un- an una is, like, when you're far away, and you see her, and you're like, ooh, and then, and then you walk up to her, and then you see, and then, like, you see what she's like, close, like, nah. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> yo, yo, t-shirt idea. T-shirt idea, folks. Like, no, that's, that's, no, a, that's it, hilarious. No, ooh, I nah. <laughs> I know. I thought this one. Uh, I, I I was at work, and my suit and one of my uh, sergeants said something that that I I guess okay, she was talking about some piece of shit, right? That she really hated, and she said a line, and I'm like, that needs to be a shirt. And if you don't make it a shirt, I'm making a shirt. She said, "Motherfucker, go die. Go die. Go die. No, no, motherfucker, go die." I like that. I'm like. I like that. Please tell me that somewhere. If it's not, it's gonna be somewhere. Well, okay. you know, hey, bro, we got phones. We can Google that shit. Goddamn hey, it! Hey, 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 trademarking that. Patent pending by purelywishfulthinking.com and Productions. Goddamn yeah. it! Fuck you, talk about. <laughs> but yes, that's. I'm like that needs to be a shirt. But um, no, the commercials were really great. I watched a couple of them. Some of them like, eh, um, but I'm not though. Uh, it's kind of a mad year. I I think that, in all disrespect to J Lo and uh, Shakira, but to me. Best Super Bowls were Michael Jackson and Beyonce. She caused a blackout. She did like a hologram thing where she was dancing beside herself. That's it was Beyonce funny, dance with Beyonce dance with Beyonce dance. And then they brought out the fucking Destiny's Child. Actually, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, best best halftime show of performance ever. That right there, that titty slip was the day I realized I love black women. I'm like, whoa. Whoa, shit, nigga. I'm like, where the fuck is... Yo, I don't give a fuck what nobody tell me. Black women are the shit, folks. I think that... I, I still think that was just kind of like a thing to like help boost her career. Uh, It happens. Because like, she had released like, albums before and, and no one cared. But then as soon as that little... Whoop, all of a sudden, everyone's like... Uh, I mean, did you see Nicki Minaj perform a couple years ago at the at the, um, at the, the Today Show, the morning show, and her titty popped out? That was pretty dope. That was all right. I'm not, you know, I mean, yeah. it was okay. I mean, you know, I mean, they're not real, but... I mean, if she bought them, they're real enough. They're real-ish. I mean, technically, just out here online, you might pay for it. 
That's true. Some. And you know, you know, I learned some shit in an unrelated topic. What? I learned that once you pay off your house, though, uh, uh, you still gotta pay for like certain things. And, and, I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not talking about electricity and water. No, 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 no. Mm. You still gotta pay the escrow. That means that you're still paying like three thousand dollars. You got me fucked up, bro. Like, so like at three thousand dollars a year. So that means that even though three thousand a year. So even though, I bitch, mean, I don't even have enough. I don't have enough fucking I mean, nut cells in my fucking nut sack to fucking still, give up I mean, three thousand dollars. You gotta I, be fucked up. I pay that though. Me and my wife pay that though. But the things are like you know when you have a mortgage, you know like when you pay the mortgage, they take a piece that and put in the escrow. Mm-hmm. That's why like the mortgage adds up to what it is because escrow and principal and interest and blah 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 adds up to the total. So when you pay for your house, that thing goes into the escrow. But now that you don't have a house to pay for, the escrow is still there. So then you still got to basically still pay for it. Then what's the point of even buying a fucking house if I don't own the fucking house? I still have to pay for it more. Then what's the point? Credit. Also, well, you buy a house for so you can get good home credit so that when you want to... I'm done. Nope. I'm done. I'm no, done. Nope. I'm though. homeless. I'm homeless forever. I'm done. Fuck Jay. this podcast. Thank you for listening. I, I'm down. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm out. Fuck you talking about. Because uh, when you're a regular person, you want to get a nice house, you can only get it mainly through, like, okay, I got to have the credit. I don't if you're rich, you can uh, say, fuck, I'm going to pay this house outward. I mean, what now? I mean, I'm, I'm, my credit score is not that great, so I can't. Oh, really I know mine isn't. Oh, uh, dude, that's not, I don't. I'm not I don't even want to put a number on it. If I even say the first number, my office will look at me like, "What?" <laughs> I just remember when my credit score was really great three years ago, <laughs> not anymore. Mine was great right before I got the house. Oh shit! I think right before I think like mine was really good when I met you at the time when we first started podcasting. Mm-hmm. Mine was really, really good. My shit was literally like twenty points away from hitting seven. I'm like, yes. <laughs> And then life, <laughs> and then life, and then you know I, that yeah, life. Well, let's just say life happened. That was very interesting. Interesting, not though. But Amy, fucking who? Moving on to the next topic. So, um, let's talk about movies. You already know the talk block, nerd talk. You already know what we getting into, yes, bro. Yes, I watched. Uh, I saw you. I think I might have. I watched Just Mercy. Okay. I watched 1917. I most recently seen Fall from Grace, which is really great. Mm-hmm. That pertains to me because it actually hits home for me because I'm, I'm kind of dealing with a situation like that. Not like that, like I'm fucking old bitches over or no weird shit like that, but just. I'll, I'll explain later. Um, no, Fall from Grace is a really great show. Um, that was actually a really great movie for a Tyler Perry movie, like through Netflix. It was really great. I liked it. And, I uh, liked it. And it wasn't like his normal like satire, like weird ass fucking formula. Cause Tyler Perry movies usually have like someone doing pretty decently, start off life, something fucks up, go to church, and then comes out at the end, or someone's in the closet, comes out the closet, something happens to him, goes to church. Like that's Tyler Perry's formula for most of his. I'm just saying. But no, I really like this movie. I, I loved the movie from the start to finish. I love all the actors. I love the actresses. Like, it was amazing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, damn. I can really see me killing a bitch. Like, I can see me possibly killing a bitch after that shit that goes through. I, I'd do it too. Uh, I would do, totally do it too. So, out of, so out of, uh, let's see. Uh, out of five wishful thoughts. What would you give it? What would you rate it? Five wishful thoughts. I give it like a four and a half out of five. Okay. I give it a four and a half out of five. I saw, okay, I saw Just Mercy and uh, 1917. Now, Just Mercy was a, was a, is a movie based on a true story. 
um, play, uh, portrayed by um, by um, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Mm. Wait, I, is that the one where they're like um, in in prison? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I actually heard of that. I, I heard is, good things. I give that one. I give that a four solid wishful thoughts. Okay. Um, the cinema, uh, the cinematography was very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, there is not, there wasn't a lot of crazy drama. It's like Alabama in the eighties, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty tame for Alabama in the eighties. I know, right? I'm like, I'm like, where's the, where's the boy? Hey, no, boy? No, no, you heard boy, but like, I'm like, man, where's like the hard stuff? Man, like, where's the hard R in this motherfucker? That's what I'm waiting on that one night. That one white guy's like, hey, nigger, like, that's what I was waiting on. Like, instead, like, you know, like, you know, you had death threats to the house and bomb threats and stuff like that. And like, I'm going to blow, I'm going to burn your house. I'm like, oh, come on, that's basic. That's basic. Come shit, on, bro. Alabama, where you at? Come on now, where's the clan? Like, where's the whole clan with a fucking cross on your front lawn engulfed in gasoline flames? Like, but, that's the shit we want to see. We growing up as kids, bro, they showed us all that shit, bro. But, um, Michael B. Jordan killed it. Of course. Jimmy Fox still got it. Still got it, bro. He's um, dope. Fucking uh, uh, surprise um, spoiler. Uh, uh, I assume Sun is in this movie. Oh shit! Not nice. a major role, but like I was looking at, I looked at, I'm like, I know that fucking mug anywhere. Anyone knows that mug, like I'm like, but like you know, like it's not the the direct mug, but like that's I, your son. That's, that's I know that son. I know that we know that scowl from anywhere. We know that Ice Cube scowl. God, he looks like his dad. <laughs> it's like don't don't every black man would have kept. But no, like dude looks like, looks daddy. like his dad. Like he's just like a light skinned version of his dad. That's all he is. Got the same mug and everything. I believe. Um, it. And then I saw 1917, which is a, a Warner movie. For those of you who don't know, who do not know what a Warner is, it's a it's a part of, a part of usually it's a part of a sequence in a film where it's shot in one continuous take. Mm-hmm. Now, a few films have done this, but a lot of times... Very you hard mean like Saw, right? Because that's actually a lot of people don't know that like Saw was actually a one-take movie, which is kind of weird. It was like he based in one room. What was it? What did you call it? Wait a minute, the, first, the very first Saw? Like, the okay, very no, first okay, one, no, it was based that, in it wasn't, one room. It wasn't a one but it was technically a bottle movie. Bottle movie, there it is. Because, that's the word, that's the word I was Because even for. though there are some things that might happen outside, though, it's mostly like this is the movie right here. Like, this is the entire... This one room with these two people killing each other. Is this, this main thing. Um, and also, too, the, uh, one of the screenwriters, for the, actually, the director and the screenwriter actually are in the movie. Nice. James Wan. Yeah. He plays the Asian detective who got his head blown off. Nice. And then the other guy was the uh, was the other dude who didn't saw off his leg. Okay. Uh, what else? What else have I seen? I've seen uh, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. I remember that. I totally remember that, but, dude. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I gotta get my review report. So, uh, oh, wait, wait. so 1917 is a movie shot in one continuous shot uh-huh. from... Minute one mm-hmm. to the very last, and though Warner, though this is the second, I think movie that's kind of Warner's Warner movies actually technically aren't a real thing because you can it's physically impossible to shoot a whole movie in one single take. Mm-hmm. So so they had moments where they cut, but it wasn't so direct. Mm-hmm. Like there was a point where there was an explosion, and because and because you're so involved, because it doesn't break that that you feel immersed. This explosion happened, and I was like, oh shit, I blew up. And I was like, no, but. When the thing blew up, I'm like, that's a cut. Mm. And then those and this other part where like, where, like they like um they're about to walk through this dark tunnel mm-hmm. and they go in there and like there's a second of like you can't see shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's a cut. Mm. And another part where like this guy gets shot in the head, he didn't die though. He had like a helmet. Oh. But like he got shot in the head. I'm like, like the way like like and the way like a lot of cuts are, it's either like in complete darkness, something flashes or. This is a thing called a wipe, where like, like something just like, I was like, y'all can't see it though, but like, it's, it'll look like this, like, 
Okay, yeah. Where it's very blurry. Oh, you're, wait, you're, now. You dude, can't differ- I used to do that all the time when I used to make vines. Like, yeah. just do a wipe away. Yeah. Like, oh. Like, you can't differentiate the, the fact that those are white because, like, there's a motion blur. Uh-huh. So they motion blur the um the end of the take, and then they motion blur when the take resumes. Uh-huh. So then you have two cuts without even knowing it. But it's a great, good-ass movie. It's, it's, it's good. I gave it, uh, I gave it five wishful thoughts. Five wishful thoughts. Yes, because j- j- not based on the story. The story is very simple. Uh-huh. Guy, they get, they got, they get information that that the troops are walking into a, into an attack. Sixteen hundred men are gonna end up die, dying because of the trap. So these two guys have to get there in like a day, basically. Mm-hmm. And and one of the guys' the brothers is in. Group that is walking into the trap. Makes sense. Makes sense. Point blank period. That's that's the plot. But I give it five for the ambition and the cinematography and the the film technique because it's not hard. It's very hard to try and do things in a single take because mm. that means that because yes there there actually is a period of time when there when there are no cuts. Mm. So you got to think about the fact that everyone has to be on point with where the where they're at. Okay. So when you do that, you have to really make sure that you. You that the cameraman knows where you're at. You you know where your cameraman's gonna be at. You know how long you gotta act in the scene. The camera has to know how far we're gonna do this and how. So you gotta really. It's like a dance. Mm. No no one can step on each other's shoe. Yeah. Otherwise you fuck up the whole thing. Okay. Where else? And the mind of Aaron Hernandez. I gave it five wishful thoughts for the simple fact. I remember this as a kid watching this and I'm like learning about this. I'm like, oh wait, he did go to jail for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of fucked up because like at the end of the day like we they make sports documentaries about you know head injuries and everything like that but like they don't really talk about but there's no actually no I gave it four four and a half stars for the simple fact in every fucking sports fucking documentary either of motherfucker being a serial killer or something happening in their life they always interview or always say they have a homosexual experience what the entireties of the fuck I'm like bro I could have with this whole fucking movie without knowing that why. Why did you put this specifically in the movie? Like, why? Like, in the interview with the guy he was supposedly having homosexual tendencies with. I'm like, why would y'all put this in this man's movie? He's not even around to defend himself. Like, he dead. What the fuck? Aaron Hernandez. I thought he was alive. No, dude. He killed himself, dude. I could have swore he was alive. Google it. I'm going to Google it. Like, Google it. I'm No, he's died. He hung himself. No. Yeah, dude. I think they just try to do that to one. It's always one of two reasons: one, to tarnish the, the image, or just to try and justify, like, oh well, he went through something and he's it's whatever. Bro, who cares? I'm like, bro, this man has played. He plays for the Patriots, had played for the Patriots, and he literally went an entire year of doing God knows what with. Let's just say he. Let's just say he did a lot of shit while still playing in the league at that time, uh-huh. also committing a murder. But that's not here nor there. Um, Wasn't he like found guilty, right? Oh, he was guilty as hell, dude. Because he didn't. He had security systems in his house, but he didn't think to turn off his own security system. That's how he got caught. I'm like, bro, if I'm going to kill and I'm going to murder, I need to make sure I wipe all all imagery, all cameras, and I need to make sure where I'm going, I'm not going to get caught. Motherfucker. Okay, I'm not so. I'm not saying this is a real thing. I'm not saying you should go out and do this. But I'm saying if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, and you know there's repercussion behind what you're gonna do, you need to make sure you cross all your T's, dot your I's, X, Y, and Z before you do it. And all I'm saying is, if I'm gonna commit a murder, and all I'm gonna say is, I go back to my rich thousand dollar house where security cameras are, I'm going to disable my security system. I need to know there's like 
for real. I, if I have a security system, I pay you to put it in. I would very much like to know how to turn that shit on and off. Or how to like turn it off just for like a minor of a fraction of like a five or five minutes fraction. Like, I'm just saying. And now look. Now look. Now look. Look at you. Caught like shit. All on the camera with your own gun in your hand after you committed the murder. What the fuck, bro? Like, what the entireties of the fuck? Dude, like, what? And then what is it? I was watching that one ten buddy movie, you know, and falling in love with a killer. I don't know why. I just keep finding myself finding like like watching serial killer shit. As well, like, because, like, I don't know why. I, think, I, know I just why. keep finding myself watching it. I know why though, because like as sensible human beings who wouldn't murder anyone, you all, we're always so fascinated. And what? Why would you take a life? And especially as many lives as he did. That nigga. That nigga took like three football fields full of bodies, bro. Like he killed like thirty women, I think. Nigga, like how? My thing is, how do you be with someone and not know they're a fucking serial killer the whole time you're with them? Like because he's mastered the art of well, not mastered, of just like looking like a because like when you think of like pedophiles and rapists and murderers, yeah, you have an image in your head, right? A weird ass guy that now, possibly now imagine go if you found out like later on that it, that I had been murdering a bunch of people, dude. Uh, You'd be sitting there like I don't know people i don't know shit because because i don't know 30 people you could possibly murder like no, that's, that's the best thing is like he's very good at looking the part he's he's looking the goal that he did was looking trustworthy now yes he did coerce the other one but like for well, the reason why a lot of people a lot of like the media had a like had a hard time believing him because he just looks innocent he looks like a regular well-dressed college guy going to law school mm-hmm. But you know that's and that's very good re- deception, Fuck, and dude. and we want to understand that as people so that we can maybe hopefully avoid those people. And fun fact, actually not only a fact, but think about this: at some point, a, a serial killer has walked, has crossed your path, looked at you, and said, "Nah, not him." You know what's fucked up? As lo- as long as I've lived in Chicago, I've been in Ch- I lived in Chicago for 19 years of my life. I've been shot at. I've been stabbed. And I've been shot at and I've been stabbed and I've been jumped. I've been beat the fuck up. And it's kind of weird because, like, that's, that never happens. That, being shot at and stabbed is just like, okay, I'm going to walk outside. Either A, I'm coming back home, or B, I'm just not coming back home. Being kidnapped and murdered is not one of the things I think about. I'm like, either I walk out this door and I'm going to be perfectly fine, or I'm not coming home. Mm-hmm. Or I can stay in the house, and that could possibly be worse, too, because motherfuckers are just running our shit. Like, you know what black people need as a superpower? What? That Luke Cage unbreakable skin shit. If that was a... Nah, 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 nah. The niggas would just lose their fucking mind and go robbing shit. Nah, bro. Well, yeah. you can still go to prison. No. How the f- you forgot Luke Cage broke the fuck out of prison. No, I'm talking about, like, just the unbreakable skin part. Not oh. super strength. Uh, so how are you going to tase him if his skin doesn't hurt? Unbreakable. Again, if it's unbreakable, a taser's not gonna hurt this nigga. Okay, if you've ever watched the Luke Cage show, I've watched all of it to, to point to get canceled. He's always reacted like like well, someone dude walked up behind the, behind behind him and bust a bottle over his head. He's, he's just like, okay, that happened. No, no, he looked real annoyed. He looked like it bothered him because like yes, um, or like like when he took the gun by the end of the barrel and it shot off, he was like, ah, like that does like yes, his skin can't be broken, but I think that he can still. He still retains some set, some nerve endings because otherwise he couldn't get with the chick. Fucking kill her. So I think he does retain the ability to feel. He just it's just that the impact is probably dulled out because of the unbreak unbreakable skin. Okay, I see which I see where you're going with this now. Okay, but so that makes I, more sense. So I think that black people kinda of need that ability because so at least like, you know, uh 
Please shoot at us and fuck up. Wait, I'm live, bitch. I'm alive, I'm suing you because you tried to shoot me. There's too, many, there's too many laws in place to protect cops nowadays, bro. It's literally impossible to sue a cop. It's literally it's impossible. But no, uh, I, I would I would love for us to have that. But yeah, but yeah, like like if we all got that ability, but if we didn't tell the media or nothing. Wow. But there's always that one dude that's gonna tell every fucking body, yeah. like, don't tell the whole fucking hood and like, tell them about hey, 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 what you want? Shoot me! Shoot me! Yeah, that's the, you that, know what? There's always that one guy or that one fucking cluck and be like, hey, yo, you want to fight or something? Like, shoot, shoot the fuck ass on, bro. Yeah, you know, shoot me in the face. Go get the shotgun and shoot me in the face. And hey, you see that Draco? Hey, hey, I shoot me right here in the teeth with uh-huh. the Draco. In the, actually, I don't really know what happens if you shoot kids in the mouth though. I don't know like if like the inner biology is different from the outer biology. That's actually that makes. Sense, because the only way you can kill is niggas you can kill from the inside out. Yeah. That's the only way you can kill. Because, because well, that and um, he got shot like eight, well in the show he got shot with like. Uh, well, from what I learned in the comics, he is vulnerable to non-man-made things. So I think alien and magic can fuck with him. But again, in Civil War, like the start of the Civil War, a motherfucker put literally C4 in his coffee, and there was like a lot of them, they shrunk it down miniature and blew him up from the inside out. Yeah. He, you have to fuck him up from the inside out yeah. to fuck with him. So I don't think probably getting sh- And I'm just assume that, okay, I think his teeth are involved, involved because like because, you know, I'm sure that at some point, something probably hit him in the face. No, no, he got shot in the shotgun, well, I mean, in the, in the head by a shotgun, so I think there, but I think everything else inside is fucked. Mm. So I wouldn't say shoot me in the mouth. But I was like, hey, in the face, right here. Come on. I'm good. I ain't trying to get shot in the face. I'm yeah. super. I'm good on all of that. I'm super Gucci on that. Hmm. But I think that's I think that's it for today. I think that is it for today. I don't. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we just had the talk about the whole remembrance of Kobe and just his legacy, what he meant to us as Black folks and as you know individuals that he's had effect on our lives. And we had to talk about the Super Bowl and then a bunch of miscellaneous shit. Miscellaneous shit, bro. Our show is so miscellaneous. I don't even know what the fuck we can talk about half the time. goddammit. it, mm-hmm. bro. I, I need to start. I need to start keeping track. Any fun. But um, um, this has been unapologetically loud. Shout out to our loud legion. Thank y'all, especially y'all who are live streaming right here. Yo, love y'all, love y'all for um, for without y'all we wouldn't. This would not be possible. Like yes. without y'all, this this we wouldn't be doing this shit if we have at least the four, five, eight people that watch us every week. Yes. Also, you know, please be sure to subscribe and follow us. Um, very soon we'll be starting. Very, very, very soon, probably within like the next part about April, we'll be able to start uploading videos because I begin my new camera. Mm. Yes, and um, by then when we have a new camera, we're gonna, like we're gonna have some shit done here. Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna clean up the legion. Do we even have a name for this thing? For the, where the hell we record? Loud Studios or purely, purely? I don't know, dude. Bro. I don't know yet. I haven't even got. To, I, haven't, just, I haven't gotten that this far. This is just the basement. This is this. This the is the room. basement. Yeah, the, the war room. room. Yeah, it's the war room. I mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking of other shit that we have to get done. I haven't even thought about this part yet. I'm like, yeah, I haven't given this place a name. We'll get to it eventually. Also, follow us. Uh, follow us at the Purely Wishful Facebook page, and also follows us at Loud Legion on Instagram. The Loud Legion, literally spelled the way I just said it. If you can't spell, there's always autocorrect. So just type it in, and you'll see our ugly ass mugs, or you'll see the logo, and it means you know you're in the right spot, man. So follow us. Follow us individually at uh, LT underscore Shaw Writer. And follow me at everything jskills19 Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, um, TikTok. Yes, a nigga's on TikTok now. God damn it! Follow me on the TikTok and YouTube and I had PlayStation. As soon as I actually get my PlayStation, I actually get up and working. So I'll get to y'all that. It's spelled J A Y S K I. 
LLZ, the number one and the number nine, because a lot of y'all can are very dyslexic, so I figured I'd spell it out for you. And yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Now we're gonna finish watching The Witcher, episode three. Here I come. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Hey, that shit was lit, folks. <laughs> I I can honestly say that show, I give that shit 10 out of 5 stars. I don't give a fuck if the scale doesn't even go that high. That show is some shit, bro. Yes. It's psychologically. It, it, it's so it damn makes you good. think. It, it, it doesn't even feel like I'm even watching a show. It just makes me think. I'm like, this is really fucking good. Between the characters and the plot and like the, the story, the that banger. I'm like, I'm like. So the first episode was just about blood and guts. This one's about a fucking blood, guts, and bangers. I can only imagine what a fucking episode three is gonna be about, which I'm gonna go watch Ooh, right I think now. This one, I think this one with Striga. Okay, Striga. Don't worry about it. Okay, is she hot? Okay, with your uh, face, they said no. I don't need to know shit else. This has been on the Apologetic Lab. I am Lamar Kitty, aka LT Shaw, the Word Smith. And I have been J Skills 19. If it ain't got a one and a nine, it ain't mine. And so now if you're pregnant, it ain't mine unless it got a one and a nine. Damn it, I only fuck with bitches between the scale of one and nine. <laughs> so, maybe with some fucking fours. All right, y'all. This has been on the Apologetic Lab. We out. We out this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, bro. I just thought about that.